we have some major breaking news from the U.S. Trademark and Patent Office. Since the beginning of this whole AI boom we saw earlier this year, a ton of questions has have really arisen from kind of this whole idea of is your content you create with AI copyrightable and specifically images, right, are images that you generate with AI copyrightable. So there's been a number of different lawsuits and litigation at the moment, but we recently had some news. And today on the podcast, we're going to break down what the U.S. Um, trademark office has said about this, their office of copyright, and if they deem images as copyrightable or not. So let's dive into it. Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Every day, I break down AI news, interview guests, and explain the implications of AI in your life and business. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT, and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The first thing to know here, I think, is kind of the implications that this has with the current writer strike that's happening. I think that the writer strike that's been going on for a while now, it's now past the 100 day mark. Um, and there's definitely a lot of apprehensions regarding studios potentially leveraging generative AI to script content. Um, and a lot of writers and people are, uh, are complaining about that. It's kind of interesting. Um, I, I think I saw a tweet somewhere that someone was saying like, has anyone noticed that Jimmy Fallon and every other late night uh, talk show host is... Uh, canceled essentially from this writer strike and then they're like neither have I anyways so I kind of relate to that I, I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy Fallon um, I'm sure some people will take issue with that so if that makes you upset sorry he kind of reminds me of um, from the Hunger Games the uh, the guy that like interviews all of the people before they go on with like the blue hair and he's like super cool and whatever but it's like she's interviewing these people about to do some atrocious thing. I don't know why he gives me, <laughs> Joey Fallon gives me those kind of vibes. But in any case, um, I'm sure he's a, a great guy, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, so the point being that, you know, a lot of people are striking right now. And this is making some implications in Hollywood and other places. So at a recent development, a federal judge reinforced the U.S. Copyright Office's stance, ruling that artwork um, created by AI does not qualify for protection. U.S. District Judge Beryl Howell issued this judgment dismissing Stefan Thaler's appeal against the government's decision to deny copyright registration for AI-generated pieces. Judge Howell highlighted that copyright laws had never extended to, quote, works generated by new forms of technology operating absent of any guiding human hand. 
So Stefan Thaler, he's the CEO of a neural network enterprise. It's called Imagination Engines. He's the one that is caught up in this whole kind of litigation and um, legal process right now around this. And he has been at the forefront of advocating for copyright protections for AI outputs. I'll tell you exactly why. Because back in 2018, he created an AI system. He called it Creative or Creativity Machine. And he named it as the exclusively exclusive creator of an art piece titled A Recent Entrance to Paradise. So this artwork was self-described as autonomously created by a computer algorithm running on a machine. Unsurprisingly, the Copyright Office dismissed the request, emphasizing the indispensable link between human cognition and creative expression for copyright protection. So Thaler actually claimed ownership via the Work for Hire doctrine, instigated, and so then he instigated legal action against the denial and the office's insistence on human authorship. So this whole thing went into a big legal battle. Essentially, he contested that if AI um, satisfied authorship prerequisites, it should be recognized as such with the machine's proprietor, you know, retaining the ownership rights. And I think the idea here, he would like his technology to be able to generate images. He would like to have the copyright to them. This would have some really massive implications because that would, you know, essentially mean that um, systems like Midjourney and others that are generating images, you'd own the copyright to them. But of course, there's a bunch of issues there because if you say, you know, make me um, draw a Mona Lisa style by Leonardo da Vinci picture of this woman and it does it, then it's like, it sure seems like you're infringing on, you know, the rights of an artist. And while Leonardo da Vinci is long gone and dead, um, there's a lot of more modern artists that are actively creating art that definitely take a lot of issue in all sorts of realms uh, with this kind of concept, right? That someone could take their artwork, feed it into a machine, generate art, and get a copyright for what's essentially a knockoff of their own stuff. So there's that whole issue here. Um, but I think what's really interesting here is that Thaler said that the office's denial was legally inconsistent labeling it as quote arbitrary and capricious and potentially in breach of the administ uh, administrative procedure act so addressing this contention judge howell actually said quote in the absence of any human involvement in the create in the creation of the work the clear and straightforward answer is the one given by register no so reiterating the core principles of u.s copyright law howell emphasized its commitment to safeguarding purely human creations the judge referenced historical legal precedent to highlight the central role of human creativity, even when channeled through, you know, novel tools or mediums like these AI um, models. So, for instance, while a camera can produce a or can reproduce a scene, it does so only after a human envisions the photo, making a bunch of different creative choices regarding subjects, arrangements, and lighting. So, the judiciary has often upheld this perspective in the landmark case of Burrow Giles um, Litographic Company versus Cerrone, the Supreme Court, um, or versus Cerrone. The Supreme Court was unequivocal in asserting that copyright can be extended to photographs, provided they encapsulate, encapsulate the, quote, uh, original intellectual conceptions of the author. So here the author is, you know, understood as the human. So additionally, in another instance, a federal appeals court ruled out copyright protection for a monkey-captured photo, reinforcing the exclusivity of, you know, copyright to humans. So um, this is kind of interesting, right? A monkey pretty much took a picture, and then people were saying, like, the picture was copyrightable by the monkey, but the monkey didn't get the copyrights. And I think maybe, like, 
I'm trying to remember if it was like the owner of the monkey or the owner of the camera that wanted to, you know, claim the picture or something and say it had copyrights. In any case, um, the that that did not happen and it didn't get appeal like it didn't get granted copyright because it was not a human. So Judge Howell reiterated the stance, pointing out the glaring absence of any legal precedent recognizing non-human copyright. Furthermore, Judge Howell delved into the foundational philosophy of copyright law, um, saying it's a objective to stimulate human creativity so the very genesis of kind of american copyright really centered around fostering human innovation um and it was never really tailored for non-human entities so in parallel courts are navigating the murky waters i would say of ai enterprises using copyrighted content to train their systems this is definitely a big problem mid-journey dolly too everyone is really doing this they're feeding copyrighted images into their systems, which are spitting things out. This is the big problem. So several lawsuits have been launched in California's federal court by artists alleging copyright infringement. And if successful, these actually lawsuits might force companies to dismantle their expansive um, language models, which is going to be very, very interesting to see how that impacts the industry as a whole. So I think the last thing I want to bring up here is the Copyright Office in March did concede that while most AI-generated works are non-copyrightable, Certain AI-assisted creations may actually be eligible. Um, so for work to qualify, a human must have played a crucial role either by selecting or arranging content in a uniquely creative manner. Now, that is incredibly murky. You could, you know, argue that um, coming up with a really creative prompt is, you know, be doing is that creative process. Or perhaps, you know, you upload a picture and you tell it to edit a picture in a certain way. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of murkiness. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in the future because we have these kind of these kind of two opposing sides where it's like in order for it to be a copyright, a human has to create it. But, um, you know, if a human is kind of using it for the creative process, right, then um, then it passes. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these future court cases that are currently litigating um, play out, especially in light of this one that has just been settled. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.